Hey guys, welcome to Drunk Gossip. It's Ed coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. Um, if you haven't had a chance to go listen to Mandy's podcast, Mandy's, Mandy's still musing, go listen to it. Um, it's much shorter than this one. Um, she does usually under 10 minutes. Um, the newest episode is great. It's a classic, um, Mandy's musing. Um, and it's just really fantastic. Um, I, I listened to it twice so far just because I woke up this morning and I did not want to work and I needed inspiration for ways to avoid work. So there's that. Um, so today I'm going to be drinking, since it's still morning-ish time, by the time I finish it'll be afternoon, but right now it's still morning, so I'm going to be drinking cherry coke and vodka, because that seems like a brunchy, just before lunch type of drink to me. Um, part of the reason why I brought up, um, Mandy's podcast and, and so that it was a classic Mandy's Musing is because um, Woody Allen has did an interview and is trying to paint himself as some sort of hero. So, basically, he did an interview with the French press, and he said that he should be the poster boy for the Me Too movement. Now, when I first saw the headline on page six, I was like, what the hell, man? Like, this makes no sense to me at all. Like, you are accused of raping your daughter. That's not someone I would want to put as the face of a movement about not sexually assaulting or sexually harassing women. So, in the the interview, he kind of goes a little bit further and says, you know, in my 50-year career, I've never been accused of harassing um, big stars, stars, newer stars. Uh, It's really clumsily worded. Like... The stars, maybe he doesn't harass, but he doesn't say anything about the extras. I'm just saying. Um, and I can hear Mac just, like, getting really mad at me. I'm sorry. But it's true. It really is true. Um, so, and page six points out, because as I was reading, I was like, well, what about Muriel Hemingway? No, she didn't accuse him of assault. She didn't accuse him of bad behavior or anything like that. But she did say that he tried to seduce her when he when she was 18 and he was 44. I just want that to sink in for a second. She was 18. He was 44. He was old enough to be her father. And I, I know people are going to say, well, age is just a number. Yeah. It is just a number. You know what else is a number? My weight. But people still want to know that, too. It, it's, there's just some things that cross the line into creepy. 
And it wouldn't matter if it was reversed and it was a woman dating a, a an older woman dating a younger man. If the queen suddenly started dating Justin Bieber, I'm going to be grossed out about it. Sorry, your royal highness, but it's true. There, you know, just for me, like I get that not everyone looks at age the same way I do, but age is a little bit more than a number. It's also about the maturity level. You know, when you're old enough to be someone's parent. Not okay. Um, you know, and and getting back to the whole idea of um of him being the poster boy for me too. He uh, he was accused. Um, Dylan Farrow. His daughter has accused him of um, molesting her and raping her. Um, there are some people who believe that Mia Farrow has planted fake memories in her. Um, her Dylan's brother Moses has come to Woody's defense. Um, but the Connecticut Police Department did say that they found enough evidence to prosecute, but they didn't want to put poor Dylan through the whole um, ordeal of um, going through a trial. But um, Woody's behavior was grossly inappropriate. So there's that. Um, The way I was connecting it to Mandy was, or Mandy's um, podcast, is in this episode she talked about a snake. Um, And it's a really funny story about her son. Um, but Woody Allen kind of reminds me of that snake. Maybe I'm just already drunk. I'll be right back. And I'm back. So, while Ronan Farrow's career is at a high, his father's is kind of coming down. And, you know, I was kind of comparing it to me and my dad, and... You know, my career is picking up steam. I'm doing what I love. Um, and, and I don't just mean with podcast. I mean, like, just overall, I really enjoy my job. And my dad is of the generation where you didn't enjoy your work. You just went and you did what you had to do. And then you went home to your family. Um, and, you know, obviously, everything that he sacrificed... So I could be educated, so I could, you know, actually believe in my dreams, has led me here. Um, and, you know, the, the, the same argument could be led, or made for Ronan Farrow and Woody Allen. I don't know much about their relationship, other than a lot of people don't believe that um, Woody and... Woody is for um, Ronan's father. <clears throat> they believe Frank Sinatra is. I don't know. But what I do know is I love Ronan Farrow. Mm. The boy could do anything to me. And, and I'm not even being facetious. He literally could do anything to me. I'd be like, all right, I love you. Let's get married. Um, but so, well, in the last segment, we talked about basically how successful... Uh, um. Ronan is, we're now going to talk about how 
Woody Allen is kind of on the downside of his career. Um, the last few movies he's put out have not made a lot of money. Um, his Amazon TV series was critically maligned and canceled after one season. Um, and Wonder Wheel, which was supposed to be like kind of a a comeback for him and add prestige to several actors, including Justin Timberlake's resumes. It didn't really quite work out the way they thought they would. Um, again, it was it wasn't as maligned as the TV show, but there wasn't the critical praise, and there were no Oscar nominations. And I I think that's really hurt, um, because it used to be a, if you were in a Woody Allen film, someone was guaranteed an Oscar nomination. Um, Kate Blanchett for Blue Jasmine comes to mind. Um, or any, um, thank you in Annie Hall. But now he can't even get his next film, A Rainy Day in New York, financed. Now, some people are arguing that, you know, he has a contract with Amazon and they have to. Amazon has to make... They have to do what makes sense for Amazon. You know, them making original features is more of a way to keep their subscribers, not a way for them to make money, per se. Do they make money? I'm sure. But that's not what they're actually trying to do. And I think that's why people get a little bit confused about their business model. The Prime membership is geared, or everything to do with Prime is geared at keeping them, retaining the customers. That is a good source of income for them. So Woody Allen's films not making millions isn't necessarily the reason why... Um, they're not looking to finance his next film, but his reputation is with um, Dylan Farrow once again um, picking up her allegations about that her father molested her. It, it may not necessarily be a good fit for them to um, finance. You know, because if they're a family-friendly company, and most families don't have daddy molesting daughter. You know, that's just kind of how it is. We're going to keep an eye out, because everyone has said Woody never takes a vacation, and so his declaration that he just needed to take some time off doesn't ring true because of that. We're going to keep an eye on that story, and we will be right back. Okay, and we're back. So, originally I had, um, I was going to do the segment, but I was going to do it a little bit differently. Instead, we're going to frame it as a blind item, and then we're going to talk about it. So, this blind item, of course, comes from our friends over at 
um, blind gossip for all the best blind items go over to blindgossip.com and check them out this one is called the mad director this very famous director is mad at everybody he's mad at the studio for not making more of his films he's mad at He's mad that his last film is not getting released to theaters. He's mad that the stars of that film are refusing to promote it, even as it goes straight to cable and DVD. He's mad that some of the stars of his other films won't even return his calls, as he believes that he made their careers and thought that they were his friends. He's mad that he can't get financing for another film he wants to do involving a young woman falling in love with an older man. Mad, mad, mad. So this is clearly about Woody Allen. Come at me with some bullshit that it's not. And I will prove you wrong each and every damn time. How am I so confident that this is about Woody Allen? First of all, he literally just sued um, Amazon Studios for not fulfilling their end of of an agreement to... um, release his film I believe it this is where Will would yell at me um for not having production notes I I think it's called Rainy Day in in New York uh Google is not telling me what the hell this is let me see if I can do this yes it's called the Rainy Day in New York um so Here's what happened. A few years ago, Amazon wanted to get into the original programming and movie scene. And one of the only, um, quote-unquote, names that they could get was Woody Allen. So they signed him to do a new show called Crisis in Six Scenes. And on top of that TV show... They also agreed to do some of his movies. And time after time, they released the movies and watched them bomb. And it's one thing if you have a bomb, but you're getting nominated for awards. Amazon is known for getting movies nominated for all sorts of awards. Um, and, like, they weren't even able to get these shows, uh, these movies nominated. Um, Wonder Wheel should have been an easy grab for them. Um, I am blanking on her name right now, Kate Winslet. Well, it should have been a slam dunk for a Best Actress nomination. But nothing. And here's why. Woody Allen is not as good as he used to be. I can hear my friend Matt screaming at me right now that I'm wrong about that. But that's the truth of the matter. Um, so as these movies were making, were losing money, Amazon you know, wasn't willing to give it up because... Not every time you make a movie are you going to get nominated for Academy Awards. They realize this. But then he became a liability with the Me Too movement and his daughter renewing her allegations that he molested her. 
Now, this is not a point where we're going to debate. The truth is, she renewed those allegations. Whether you believe her or not, that is on you. And that became a PR nightmare for Amazon. So you already have movies that are losing money like crazy. And now you have these renewed Me Too allegations about you molesting your underage daughter. And you have a movie that's supposed to be released, but no one's going to go see it. What do, you, what do you expect the studio to do here? Even if they would have released it, it wasn't going to make a profit and make you even more money. But according to Woody Allen, that's exactly what happened. And he lost out on a ton of profit because they, Amazon refuses to release a rainy day in New York to the theaters. And they're not financing his next film, which really pisses him off. His next film was supposed to be... And this is where a little bit of the ick um, factor creeps in. A young woman falling in love with an older man. Now, this is a trope that's been done to death. We've all seen it happen. Um, I don't... I, it was a Winona Ryder movie um, back, I think, in the early 2000s called... Something Love in Autumn or something like that. Again, Will will have a field day when he listens to this yelling at me about not having production notes. Um, Autumn in New York, that's what it's called. And basically her character falls in love with an older dude, whatever, cool. So, you know, this is a movie that's been done. But when you have these allegations against you and you're going to be making this kind of film, that's not the greatest thing in the world. I'm just saying. All right, I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So, over the weekend, Will and I made um, made a short film. And I'm, it may be uploaded to the Patreon. I'm going to talk to him about it, see what he wants to do. Uh, he did a phenomenal job editing and making me look good. It's like I could actually act in, you know, and competent in, in ways that I'm really not. <laughs> so thank you, Will. Um, and most of you know that Will and I met and, and became friends because we're both writers. Um, and, you know, we, we share things, we talk a lot, and one of the things he always says is, I've had a very interesting life, and, uh, you know, the truth is, I guess I have, um, I don't really look at it that way, but I, I can definitely see where he's coming from. And I've thought about writing a memoir, especially about my abusive relationship, um, quite a bit. In fact, at one point, I actually started it. And then I, it just became um, a lot for me to handle. 
so I stopped. Um, so why do I bring this up? Memoir writing was really big business for for a while, actually. Um, and y'all know I I chase those trends. Uh, um, and I can usually kind of tell when a trend is about to start. The one I have to admit that I missed was Twilight. I did not see Twilight blowing up and and creating the whole cottage industry of um, vampire romances and young adult in the young adult market. Don't come at me with Anne Rice did it with Interview with a Vampire. I know. We're talking about the young adult here. Um, but so I, you know, I, I've, I've really, I really have um, started and stopped in fits um, with my memoir. And while, while I was on the train home Sunday um, from the film festival that we entered our, our um, short film into, I was reading about Woody Allen, and he has written a memoir. And with no matter how you feel about Woody Allen, we're not debating that right now. No matter how you feel about Woody Allen, he is a household name. He is an A-list director. And some have argued one of, if not the, voice of a generation. And yet, according to one of the big five publishers, nobody will touch it. No one will give him a publishing contract for for his book. And... Again, there's going to be those who say, oh, well, you know, it's because of the Me Too movement, it's because of this. But the truth of the matter is, I don't think that the Me Too movement is what's stopping him. I, I To be honest, I don't know what is stopping them from publishing. Um, it's very unlike publishers, unless there's something in the book that they think is going to stop them from making money. You know, one of the, I guess one of the things that I should, the counter-argument should be is, with these big names, um, Michelle Obama, Hillary Clinton, um, Amy Schumer, I just named all women and I don't know why. <laughs> but when you, when you get books from them, or from when you when you offer a publishing contract to them, you have to offer them mega bucks. Um, Amy Schumer got like seven million dollars for an advance on her book. Um, so that could be one of the trip ups. Maybe he wants a bigger advance than what they think they're gonna see returned. Um, Oliver Stone is shopping a, 
of memoir around. And it's expected that that's going to launch a huge bidding war. So what's the difference between Oliver Stone and Woody Allen? Not very much, honestly. They're both um, respected and beloved directors who have steered through controversy of their own. The the one drawback to Woody Allen might be, and I don't know this for a fact, this is just speculation on my part, but since he's suing Amazon for $68 million, there's a chance that they're not going to sell, they're not going to want to let him profit off of their site. And Amazon, for better or worse, is the biggest bookseller around right now. Um, not only because um, they allow indie authors, which, you know, that's how a lot of us are able to um, publish our books for free and, and make some decent money. But there's also um, there's also some um, big names like the ladies who punch. I think I have to look at the source for this, but I believe they said that ladies who punch sold more copies. Um, on Amazon than in bookstores. And that was a huge, huge, huge selling book. I had to go to three different Barnes and Nobles to find it. So, will we ever see a Woody Allen memoir? Yes, I have no doubt that this will be published. Um, I don't think it'll be by one of the big five. I think what'll happen is um, he'll have to go to a smaller press or go the way of Jackie Collins um, and there's another big author, um, Anthony Anthony Weir. I think that's his name. Uh, the guy who wrote The Martian. Um, Jackie Collins got rights back to some of her older books and self-published them and was able to make some decent money off of it. Um, Anthony Weir's The Martian started off as a self-published book before blowing up into a huge phenomenon when publishers really, really wanted to get their hands on it. And the same could be said for Woody Allen. He has the money. He has... Um, he has the resources. He could self-publish this memoir if he wanted to. And make a lot of money. And speaking of, I'm going to go and come right back. And I'm back. So, um, we've been kind of going over the Woody Allen situation uh, for those of you who don't know, his daughter, Dylan, uh, has 
for years publicly said that he molested her when she was a young child. Um, Woody Allen, for his part, denies that allegation and says that Mia Farrow, Dylan's mother and Woody's ex-partner, brainwashed her, brainwashed her daughter to say these things. Um, and it, it's really divided that whole family. Um, you know, Ronan Farrow, who is a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist, sides with his sister. Um, Moses sides with Woody. And as far as I know, no one's talking to anyone else. Like, it's just a big convoluted mess. Um, and, th- and there are some rumors that Ronan isn't actually Woody Allen's son, but that's not what this segment is about. We will definitely deep dive into to that at some point. Um, but what we do want to talk about is a rainy day in New York. And this has, uh, this movie has been um, just drowned in controversy. Um, it, it revolves around a young, a young ingenue and an older man and their romance. You know, typical stuff. Um, at least typical for Woody Allen. Um, and Amazon was all set to release it until the allegations reared their ugly head again. And um, then the talent like Timothy Chalamet and um, I'm trying to find her name, and I can't find it. Um, and Elle Fanning have um, said that they they regret working with him. They've donated the, their salary um, to the Times of Legal Defense. Um, you know, it was just a big mess. Um, none of the stars want to promote this movie. And so eventually Amazon shelved plans to release it. Woody Allen sued them for breach of contract saying, hey, you know, these allegations have been out there. You need to go ahead and release my movie. And Amazon said, no, we're not going to do that. I think so. And with with stars saying, hey, we don't want to work with him, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to be associated with him anymore. Um, Amazon feels that it would hurt their business um, and their production company to continue doing business. Well, they finally handed the rights to A Rainy Day in New York back to um, Woody Allen, who... Um, the film is going to be distributed in Germany and Italy. Um, and there's... 
maybe a few other countries around the world. Um, and he's trying to, he's shopping for a distributor here. Um, and he met with one small independent company, but that was not, um, from what I'm hearing, that was not a, prof- um, not a serious sales meeting, more of a professional courtesy. Um, the sources are saying there's no way he's going to find a distributor. Um, right now his name is Toxic, and the fact that he's suing Amazon, which will severely limit um, dis- um, DVD and, and sales like that once it hits um, the home theater market, uh, it is not a good look. So, what people are are thinking is, it'll be a renegade company with nothing to lose and everything to gain by picking up the title, or a company that might just be picking up content just to pick it up and, you know, we'll shelve it um, for a while, or maybe do a, a limited release, and then hope to make their money back later, um... Th- through um, re-screenings and whatnot, just like the Rocky Horror Picture Show does. Um, But as always, this is a developing story, so I'm going to keep an eye on it. And I will be right back. And I'm back. And we've talked about Woody Allen before, especially in terms of his career being on the decline. And it's not just because his movies are bringing in less and less money. Um, Wonder Will failed to nab an Oscar nomination for um, Kate Winslet, who usually can just sneeze on camera and the Academy is all over her. her um, and when that when that movie honestly failed to secure any Oscar nominations, it it really did seem very odd. Because no matter what you think of Woody Allen as a person, his movies, generally speaking, do tend to generate award buzz. However, there seems to be more to the case than than that. Um, right now, there there are some arguing that Wonder Wheel, Wonder Wheel's lack of box office prowess and award um, not being the award juggernaut that it was destined to be could be because Amazon bailed on their deal to promote it properly. That seems um, a little flaky at best, but okay. We can go with that. Um, After Dylan Farrow, Woody Allen's daughter, renewed her allegations that he molested her uh, many years ago, Um, Woody Allen was sent right back into the spotlight. Um, And this time he was put there in the context of the Me Too movement. 
And here's what he had to say about his pal Harvey Weinstein and the Me Too movement. He said, you don't want it to lead to a witch hunt, witch hunt atmosphere. A Salem atmosphere where every guy in an office who winks at a woman is suddenly having to call a lawyer. Now, here's the thing about that, those comments. They're completely absurd. In the context of Me Too... What is, being, what is being said is not that a man can't flirt with a woman. He just has to be respectful about it. Woody Allen is living in the past. He's living in an era where smacking a subordinate's bottom was considered standard practice. It was considered to be all right in a, um, in a very real and very odd way. It was also con- um, where he, Me Too is talking about people like Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, um, and others like them using their power and influence to coerce people into having sex with them. So that just shows how out of touch Woody Allen really was. Or is. Yesterday. Um, well. Before I get to that. He. Um, Amazon eventually sued. After a slew of A-list stars. Like um, Timothy Chalamet. Um, Rebecca Brochon. Who stars in Amazon's. The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Which is their signature show right now. And um, they were among many, many who said, we're not going to work with this dude anymore. We can't do it. Um, And even though the likes of Diane Keaton and Alec Baldwin were still going to work work with him, Amazon said, you know what? We ain't dealing with this. And they canceled the contract. Woody Allen says, hey, that's not okay. You don't have a right to do that. Um, you know, this is... You, I'm going to sue you. So Amazon says sue us. And that's what he did. He sued them for $68 million, which was the payout... Um, for each of the four films that he had a first look deal with Amazon for. And um, yesterday the judge said, and I'm, I'm reading directly from the court papers. The plaintiff's fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth causes of action are dismissed, including the sole claim against Amazon Studios. The plaintiffs identify no breach of contract that does not relate to an individual film. The MAA provides that any claim for damages with respect to the film's license through it may only be brought under each film's SPA. 
Um, and the judge went on to say, the plaintiffs have brought such claims in their first four causes of action, and Amazon content does not seek dismissal of those claims. But, and this is where she kind of flips and starts taking Amazon's side a little bit more. She said the MAA provides certain benefits to Amazon, such as an exclusive first look at Alan's subsequent literary and visual materials, and the right to publicize the party's agreements. But the plaintiffs do not allege that they suffer damages from the termination of these provisions. Understood in the broader context, Alan's actions and their cascading consequences ensured that Amazon could never possibly receive the benefit of its four-picture agreement, despite already having paid Alan a $10 million advance upon signing. Um, Woody Allen nor Amazon had a comment on the judge's ruling, uh, but it's pretty clear that this lawsuit, with, with half of it chopped off, um, it, it's very clear that there is going to be a huge battle ahead. And since Woody Allen is already behind the camera um, filming his next movie, I think it's going to be much harder for him to claim that Amazon, Amazon damaged his career or that he suffered any financial um, any financial difficulties or was punished financially because of their decision to drop their deal. And I'm going to make the decision to take a break and come right back at you.